I certainly don't have have enough stuff to talk about. I am wearing no, uh, my got three things. Your bald as shit hat there. Yeah, I'm wearing my bald as shit hat thanks to uh, my my buddy Chris Shaman who uh, sent this my way. Uh, I think that he's he's an avid listener. This is was his uh, most listened to podcast. That's like uh, of the year on his on his Spotify Wrapped or whatever. That's like the cycle of life or something. Like everything's come back around 360, right? Because Pat Finnerty's podcast is what got me to message you and say, "Hey, we should do a podcast." Then <laughs> you told your friend about Pat Finnerty, and now he sent you a hat that's now featured on the podcast. That's yes, yeah. Look at that. It's it's all it's all connected. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm. I wasn't planning on on wearing this. I guess I guess full disclosure is due that immediately that before you're, the recording. He's of bald. This, I don't know if you guys knew that. Well, I am. Yeah, just, I am, yes. just like me. But immediately before this, I had my uh, my team happy hour for for Christmas. Our Christmas happy hour uh, before this, and unfortunately, like I've been drinking this like rather large glass. It was very full of Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Uh, and, uh, the, this is a, a glass that was sent, uh, to me by my team a couple of years ago for Christmas. And I, cause I thought it was very funny. This it's might get a little spicy. All right. Uh, for, for this podcast, but. Oh boy. There was a file name, like a piece of music that we were using in a, uh, like a, like in, in a show or something like that. And when you didn't have the entire file name showing it would shorten it to this in in mac os it would shorten it i don't know if you can read this i can read it just fine yes oh we have to say what it is because people listening are yeah. not going to know it's, it will it's, say it says happy h-a-p-p-y f-u dot 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 c-k dot mp3 yeah <laughs> i don't know what the actual real song is I would like to know that now. Yeah, I could probably look it up, but I'm not uh, going to do it. We don't do that around we don't, here. We don't do that. We don't do that on here. Uh, so, yeah. So full disclo- disclosure this week, and it yeah. is our 50th yeah. episode. Yes. Of here's my question for you, and uh, I've you know I've it's the golden had episode. a little bit like maybe a little bit too much whiskey, but it's okay. It's a celebratory yes. episode because it's not only 50, but it's it's kind of like our holiday Christmas episode. It is. Well, it is our Christmas episode. Yeah. It will be. Yeah. Yes. That, and that's that. I felt like you were going somewhere with that. Sorry. <laughs> that, um, that, that's it. Yeah. Hey, what? so what is it? I'm not like a whiskey uh, aficionado. Yeah. Uh, well, what does double oaked mean? Like, do they take <laughs> it out of the barrel and dump it into another barrel? Like, I don't. <laughs> I think that it means that they put it inside of a barrel. Yeah, leave it in there for twice as long. And they put that barrel inside or... of another barrel. Oh, that's that makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> just even though like that second barrel on the outside doesn't touch the uh, the whiskey at all, or the bourbon, or the whatever. Yeah, well, not directly. The vapors yes. might get just, through yeah, and it's, come it's, back. It's got two of them. All right, so uh, to lead things off. I think this is the most important topic we're going to talk about today, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, since the last time we talked, and I told you I was going to do this, and I did it. Uh, my wife and I had chili dogs <clears throat> using the oh, the gold star because that's what you mm-hmm. said to do, gold yeah. star chili. With um, I got sh- I don't know you didn't you didn't specify I got sharp cheddar cheese 
was mm. uh, the shredded cheese that we used. That should be okay. And uh, I also put some onions, like chopped onions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Because you can order it with onions or without. Oh, well, I like the fresh onions. Yeah, I just chop up yellow onions and just sprinkle them on top. So, uh, Oh, you're saying if you go to a restaurant, you can... I thought you meant... Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I thought but you like meant like you can get the chili. Like chili like um, beans. It's like chili something and something, but like the five-way has like onions. Okay, okay. And mustard, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't do that. Normally, I oh, put yeah. mustard on a hot dog. This time, I did not uh, with that. Um, they were, I mean, it was really interesting. Things. It's just I've never had chili like that before, you know? Like... Uh, it doesn't really taste like chili. It tastes like something. No, else, it's just, you know? it's more, I mean, the chili I'm used to is more of like a stew that you eat in a bowl, you know, and it's got like yeah. beans and onions and peppers and meat, you know, and like chunks of tomato. And this was just more of a sauce. Um, My wife pointed out, you know, because I, I looked up, you know, what's in Cincinnati chili and, uh, you know, my wife's Mexican, of course. And so, you know, she grew up eating uh, mole. Right. And um, so Cincinnati chili is almost kind of, I'm not saying it tastes like mole, everybody calm down, but just like, you know, the idea of using the cinnamon and the cocoa powder in a savory dish is yeah. is rather mole-esque. Okay. Yeah. So what did she think? She, we both liked it. Yeah. In fact, we weren't able to uh, uh, finish the whole can. Oh, that's Because it's though. just the two of us, right? So we each had two hot dogs and we were done. And, uh, yeah, I got mine going on too. I know. I, then, uh, it's I cold. saw yours on, so I got, yeah. my, you know, my wife knitted these for me for Christmas last year. Oh yeah. They're very nice. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So we had some leftovers, what I'm saying. We couldn't use the whole can. And so then we had it again. So there you go. Oh, nice. Uh, so the only thing I, uh, modification, I mean, aside from, I know I said I put onions in, but I'm, that's not, that's pretty standard. Um, you know, but you had said, that I should use steamed buns, which normally that's yes. what I do. But mm -hmm. uh, I just found that that just makes the bun way too soggy since that chili mm -hmm. is a little runnier. So what I yeah. did, you might want to try it or, or not, I don't know, is um, I fired up the broiler in my oven. And then, yeah. um, you know, I got the buns just sort of soft enough by heating them up so that they would be, you know, easy to open without ripping them, you know. And mm -hmm. so I opened them and then stuck them under the broiler so that the inside of the bun where the hot dog goes, that got toasted, but the outside did not get toasted. And then that way, when you put the hot yeah. dog in there and you pour the chili, uh, it doesn't, it it doesn't like get soggy. But then the part of the bun that you're kind of coming in contact with still feels like a soft bun. Yeah. I thought that was that, a pretty good That toasted good like bread in between like, yes. like, a, like, a, like a wall to preserve the... Uh, the the integrity that's exactly what it is yes you, you put it a lot more eloquently than i um so yeah and then we haven't done it yet but i bought a box of spaghetti because we're gonna awesome. do the we're gonna do that i just haven't yeah. done it yet but looking forward that's to good. It. If, if you're gonna do that yeah uh the thing that they, they give you at all these places is uh oyster crackers so get some oyster crackers what do you need you have pasta well. what do you need oyster crackers for I mean, why not? So he's like, you know, it's just carb loading, loading those carb carbohydrates. I was watching uh, a clip of um, uh, uh, Conan mm -hmm. on YouTube last night. Yeah, I don't know what did he have a show like after he finished his show on TBS, but before he started 
Conan needs a friend because he was he was like on I a think stage, so. kind of like the show that Letterman did for a while. Right, uh, he was he on a stage like and went like, around the different things, maybe. Maybe, and he, he was in a little easy chair, and he had Bill Hader there with him. Mm-hmm. And he was he was telling some story about Burt Lancaster because like you know Bill Hader does a lot of like old timey impressions, and he said he knew a guy that had been like Burt Lancaster's PA or something, and he gave did this impression of you know. Bert sent him out to get him clam chowder. He comes back with a bag of clam chowder, and Bert looks in the bag, looks up, and he goes, ah, oyster crackers. You forgot the oyster crackers. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's that's an, it's an important part of New England clam chowder. I'm, I'm a big, yeah. big clam chowder, New, New England-style oh. clam chowder friend, uh, uh, fan. Yeah. I'm a, I feel I'm a like friend you... of that kind of clam chowder, but I'm also a fan. I feel like if you say, this is my opinion, if you say clam chowder and that's all you say, I think it's implied that you're talking about. Like New England clam chowder, I feel like is the standard. And if you get Manhattan clam chowder, it's kind of like on you to specify. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I would always get like the can of of stuff and like that's like one of the ones I would get a can of. Would you get the Progresso or what do you you get? I always used to get the Progresso. probably, right? Uh, well, yeah, I guess the, there's like the Campbell's Chunky, I guess, would have a, a New England clam chowder. But I used to always get the Progresso. Okay. And then I would yeah, always I add, will... to, add a little Tabasco sauce to it. Really good. Ooh. That sounds good. It's really good. good. Tabasco I mean, and clam chowder is awesome. Yeah. But, you know, clam chowder is very good. But speaking of Conan, like, I, I have no idea if he did anything else. Like, like if he did stuff in between, like, his podcast and yeah. the show ending. I feel like the show ending, like, after a while, I just, like, stopped really following it anyways. Yeah. So, I didn't, it was, it was on for a lot longer than I was watching it for, for sure. Well, I mean, I just don't really watch that kind of stuff, you know. I always feel mm-hmm. like whenever those shows end, I get sad because I'm like, oh, I should have been watching that and I didn't. And I feel like that goes back to, like, I remember, you know. Some of you kids out there, I'm old enough that I remember watching like Johnny's last week of shows because everybody knew that. Oh, you, yeah, you know, I do remember like Johnny's retiring, and we, you know, like I watched yeah. the last show live, and you know, I was bummed out. But at the same time, it's like you know that show came on at 11:35, so like, and I was a kid, so unless you're up throwing up or something as a kid, you're not watching Johnny, you know. But then like you know, I watched you know Letterman's last show, and it's the same thing. Or I watch uh, uh, clips of um, uh, who's that guy from Scotland? Ferguson, oh, uh, Craig, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferg- yeah, like Craig, that was yeah. an amazing show, but it's not like I because that came on at like twelve thirty, and this was in the days before like DVRs, really, or at least before I had one. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was going to record it and watch it the next day, you know. And I feel like some of those shows would do well now because people can watch them on demand, you know. Yeah. You know, if you had watched those shows back in the days, in the day when they were like on live, yeah. you'd probably be more familiar with the education connection. Oh, is that that was a late night thing? For sure. Okay. For sure. I feel like it was on MTV. It looks uh, like the kind of thing that would have been, yeah. Would have been on MTV. I mean, I, I'm just going to throw this out there because I it's like blown my, blown my mind completely. Yeah. Like, you want to like play clean it? Clean in half. You can play it if you want. I well, can I just have you insert it, or do you want me to to? Uh, no, I you can. Know, should I just play it? Should I just play that? Should I just play that crap? Because I've been I've had if it. If you up can here. feed it into the thing, you should. 
Yeah, I'll, let me let me Easily. feed that in. Okay. So if you like, it's just like I'm it, someone in my my team happy hour. Yeah, took control of the screen and started playing the Education Connection song, which is like a like an info like a short commercial that was on about going and you know if you don't have very good didn't have very good grades in high school. Yeah, or you didn't go to college. Yeah, like here's a good way to you know get back in. It was like a like a a cheap college to go to. Oh, okay. And as far as I know, I mean, I can't tell you anything about it. But uh, someone started playing this. It just like blew my mind because it is something that I I immediately like knew the words to it, although I have not thought about it inside my head. Sure. In like over 20 years. It's weird how the brain works. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I can't remember <laughs> what I did this weekend, but I can remember that thing as soon as it plays played i'm like oh my god how did i like it's like yeah i forget more than i can remember now or like whatever i've, I've forgotten more than i can remember now yeah but i think i mean i, I think commercials that. especially like you can it maybe it's just it's probably the repetition aspect of it but i feel like commercials from when we were kids or teenagers like they get locked into your brain like verbatim yeah you know like you can see that and sing like you just said sing right along with it you know yeah and i you know i haven't i forgot that it even existed for 20 years yeah uh but i'm gonna play it i'm a, I'm, I'm curious if it's going to yeah like unlock any memories okay. for anybody listening to it because i mean it does have it has over a million views on youtube so certainly yeah. somebody is thinking about it i mean i had never you know, I watched oh, it and I had never heard it. Now, what's going on? Which one is it this time? Oh, well, if it isn't Mon Frere. Well, oh wow, with Nelly though. He can he hear me or no? No, no. Oh. He can see me though. Yeah, he's he's on he's on Christmas break as of today. Man, he's getting old. Yeah. All right. Go play with the dog upstairs. In a good way, I mean. But I'm saying like. He's getting, he's getting all big. Well, just compared to when we first started, you know, having video chats and, you know, before we started the podcast and like, he thought I lived on a submarine, you know, like that's looking at him now. That feels like a long time ago. It does. It, I mean, it was, it was a couple of lifetimes ago at this point. Yeah. All right, Monty, head upstairs. I'm going to play this education connection. Yeah. Commercial for Which everybody. Which is not related at all to conjunction junction. That's correct. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hopefully this works. Is it not working for you? I don't see the the waveform showing up here. No, I, I think uh, Discord might I, be canceling it out for me. No, it's not. It's 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 me. Here we go. All Let's right. try it again. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Live show. You know. This is gonna work. I'm working for an athlete wage. I went to high school, didn't do great. Still, I gotta make more cash. More education is what I'm looking at. When I get a degree, I will make a bigger salary. So now I've got to see which college is right for me. I went on the internet and found Education Connection. I took some free tests to find out my direction. I'm taking my classes online, getting my degree. Education connection match me with the right college for free. Get connected. 
Log on now and get your free success kit worth $100. Log on now to EducationConnectionTV.com. That's EducationConnectionTV.com. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I don't feel like it played through to you. It didn't, but I can insert it. If it's not on yeah. your well, end, it, I'll it, insert it. It definitely it played through on the recording. Okay. I was watching the waveform as okay. it was happening. So if anybody out there remembers that, leave a comment, I guess. Yes, please, yeah. please leave a comment because, I mean, it's got a million views. So certainly I'm not alone, but I feel alone yeah. based on. Well, I the mean, response I just, that I've gotten from everybody that I've shown it to. So. Well, I just don't know. Maybe it was a regional thing. It could be. Because it's not it like I be. wasn't watching TV during the time that you say this was on. So Yeah. That, that could of, certainly be a part of it. A lot of MTV, a lot of Comedy Central. Yeah. It would yeah. have been on those. I mean, for some reason, I think of it when I was, like, I feel as though it was on when I was in college. But it could have been any other time. It may have been. There's this period of time between when I finished uh, college and then I moved to New York that just doesn't feel like it happened. Like it just feels as though uh, it's just like a bunch of memories that didn't actually happen. Like it's just fake. I get it. So uh, normally this never happens to me. Sorry, are you done talking about uh, uh, yeah. the education you, connection? You done with that then? Yeah. yeah well, I'm I just, done with you know. education. I just, I, I, no, I wanted to... Just put it out there because it like yeah I feel it it was a samurai sword level like clean cut in my like yeah cutting my brain in half yeah in this thing yeah all right anyway okay. so what I was gonna say normally I don't come up with the titles for our show until after right because it's yes. based on the stuff we talked about I come up with a stupid title and you know that's part of the process of digesting the show from the raw material that it is now into what mm. you see and hear <laughs> on the internet. But this is the title of this episode because we're going to talk about this right now. But I want to know, okay. I'm going to say the title. I just want to know if you get the reference. All, All right. right. All right, I'm ready. Buck Melanoma, Molly Russell's Wart. No. All right, I, so I, I just watched... It. And for the first time in a very long time, maybe since it came out uh, this week, I, I, I should say this ahead of time. I'm on vacation. You know that. People don't know that. I, I, I'm on va- I'm on staycation, if you want to call it that. It's just I'm not going to work for three weeks. Dang. It's great. And yeah. um, so I've watched a couple movies. And, you know, I just I open up, you know, whatever app, you know, Max or whoever and just see what they got. And uh, on Max right now, no, 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 was it Max or no, no, it was, this was Amazon Prime, actually. You can Ooh, watch, I, uh, yeah. what? You, you know. What? You know, uh, Prime from from the Amazon. Yeah. I just like the idea that they're named after people. Like, you got Max. That's true. Max HBO. Yeah. Well, Prime. You got, you got, a, you got Prime from, 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 from the Amazon. From Deion Sanders, you know. Prime time, they call him Prime for short. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Uncle Buck. I watched Uncle Buck for the yeah, first yeah. time in a long time. And uh, that, it's, it's so been that, a very long time since I've seen it. Well, that line is from the scene where Buck goes and has to talk to to Maisie's principal. Maisie's the young girl, the little girl, mm-hmm. uh, has to go talk to the principal. And that was, I feel like that that scene is most remembered by people because you know the, the I think she's the assistant principal, but she has this gigantic mole on her chin, mm-hmm. right? 
And and she's not a very pleasant person. So at the end of the scene, uh, Buck takes a quarter out of his pocket and and says to her, here's a quarter. Go downtown and pay a rat to chew that thing off your face and then walks out of the room. And I feel like at least when I was a kid, like that was the takeaway line from that scene. It was, yeah. oh, he went in there and told her whatever. But the whole beginning of that scene is him going in there and it's like he's trying not to say anything about the gigantic mole on her face. But then it's all he can talk about. So, like, he introduces yeah. himself. He sits down, shakes her hand. Hi, I'm Buck Melanoma, Molly Russell's wart. And then, but then he keeps going with it, you know? And to me, that's way funnier. It's, you know, what you say, you, you saying that right now is I feel as though Mike Myers, like, is really, like, was really influenced by that specifically because there oh, is. Oh, right, with Fred Savage. But also, you know, it doesn't have to be a mole. It, like, but it was a mole. I was, you know, I was just watching. I was just watching Wayne's World two the other night, and there's the one guy who has like the glass eye, and they they can't stop talking about the eye. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't it's, think it's, Uncle it's Buck typical. made up the that style of comedy. Oh, for, for sure not. But I feel as though, uh, you know, Mike Myers was probably inspired from that scene. Well, I mean, he and John Candy are are both Canadian, so you know. Don, do you want to come say hi? Oh boy, here we go. She's putting Christmas gifts in there. You know, my family never comes down here and <laughs> I mean I got my cat over here next to me, but she's not uh she I don't think she's what she wants to You wanna come say hi really quick? That's how we always always end up with a bottle of wine. You wanna come on the show? Oh yeah, what do you got? Uh, what kind of wine we got going on there? You can, oh, no. No, just, she doesn't, want, do she doesn't want to talk to me. Oh, wait, what did you say? What kind of wine do you got? Yeah, what do you got there wine-wise? What, what, it's what? a rum barrel-aged red blend from the... Uh, again with the barrels. That sounds really good. pretty good, I got to say. Although I don't like barrel-aged stuff. Oh, well. I mean, I've never had... Uh, I know you can't hear me, but... Oh, now, um, now she should be. Able okay, to. I've never had barrel-aged wine, but I mean, I do like... We drink a lot I have of red had some blends. Really I would bad try that. Barrel aged wine, hmm. but this is good. Oh, all right. It's really good. It's exactly what we need in our life right now, I guess. I really need this in my life right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm. This beer's almost gone, and I'm pretty sad about that. So. I was gonna go have a pumpkin beer, but this is really what I want. <laughs> She's been thinking about it all day. I think. You're like, oh, it's it's in the closet. You got, do you guys have like a good, uh, is it like a, the pumpkin beer, is that something like local? What? Oh, it's the pumpkin beer, is it something local? Mad Tree Pumpkin has the best pumpkin beer. I'm always looking for like good pumpkin beers because like there's a lot of bad ones out there, but sometimes you hit on one that's really good, so. That's my favorite. You can't find it in a lot of places, so I usually get two six packs when I do. That's cool. It's good. Yeah. It's the perfect. It's not really sweet. It's not um, super pumpkin-y. It's good. I like it a lot. Cool. How are you? Happy holidays. Yeah, you too. I'm okay. <laughs> you guys are mostly okay? I mean, your mailbox is not okay. He hasn't told that story yet. I want to get him to tell that story on the show right now. They're yeah. supposed to be coming and fixing it tonight, apparently. They're going to put like a new post in and put some wow. cement in. I was Apparently telling him, 
you know, that you guys should do something with the mailbox. Like, uh, you know, he showed me a picture of, of your little library. So I think it'd be cool if you, but I mean, I, that's a lot of work. She made, she made the little library. Well, I, yeah, I kind of assume you, you didn't do it. No offense. <laughs> yeah. It looks a little handmade. <laughs> no, it looks cool. So I was just saying you should do something similar with the, with the, with the mailbox. But I mean, the folks at home need to understand what happened to your mailbox first in order to understand what we're even talking about. <laughs> Did you see the tree that appeared too? Yeah, I didn't even see them drop it off. It, it happened in between getting Aria and getting home. Like, our, it happened between getting Aria and uh, when I went up there, like after my the tree. Yeah, the uh, somebody uh, a friend of ours like made these uh, Christmas trees out of like wooden pallets. Oh, you know, all right. like the wooden palace you ship things on. Apparently, like if you yes. cut them a certain way, they look like you can make them look like Christmas tree without having to. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, right. Because it's got all those cross pieces. Sure. Yeah. So you yeah. just cut. Really good. He did a good job. Yeah, he did a great job, and uh, they he made a bunch of them for the the kids' Christmas concert. I've been saying Christmas concert. Like, did you have like a choir concert type thing when in your high school or grade school growing up? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, I wasn't I, in it, but we went and you know. For assembly, well, they had a thing for it. like all the kids uh, last night, and uh, I've been I've been calling it a Christmas concert, and my son is like, "No, it's not. It's not a concert. It's, it's not a concert. Christmas program. It's a program." Yeah, is there more than singing? Is that why? Is it like a variety show? No. Or? Oh, no. Okay, it's just singing. Okay, well, whatever. But our friend made lovely trees, and now we get to home one. Yeah. Return it to next year's Christmas program, <laughs> and then bring it, and then it's stored it. all year. Yeah, mm. so we keep it. It's really cute and pretty. So yeah, happy to do so. Yep. Yeah. I have to go do my second job now. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. That's why I need this. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all right. You might get a little reverb from yourself because I was turning up the audio. So I didn't. Speaker, so I didn't hear anything. So. But I mean, it, it, it might be... pick up on the recording or whatever. Well, you know, I've got some techniques that I use on your audio. Well, both of our audios that should take care of that. So anyway, now that we, you know, we, that all just happened. Now you have to tell people. So let me just set this up real fast. Cause right now it's like three, it's like 10 after three in the afternoon. We were supposed six, to six ten for me. Well, yes. All right. Depends on where you live. If you live in Denver, it's <laughs> like five ten or four ten. I don't four ten. Um, we were supposed to record this morning, and we couldn't because some stuff happened in your neighborhood, I'll just say. And then yeah. you can take it from there. Well, first off, I like I was I heard some noise coming from outside when I was down here working. My dog was sleeping back here with me. No. Sleeping back. Uh, yeah, she was sleeping on the on the chair back there. And she didn't pick this up at all. Uh so I heard like you know, like the beeping that a, the, a large truck makes when it's backing up. Yeah. And I went upstairs and checked it out, and the neighbors across the street were getting this gigantic uh, hot tub installed into their deck that they just built this past summer. And it was it was it was a it's a it's a big it's a big hot tub. Yeah. And the way that they had to get into that backyard, since the houses are kind of close together here. Is they had to put it on a crane and like lift it up and go over the house and then set it back down there, which is is kind of crazy to me, right? I mean, I guess I never really had... spent a lot of time thinking about how hot tubs get in somebody's backyard, but I would I know, not me either. I would not have guessed there was a crane involved. 
Me either. And I think that that's probably they're probably not involved in a lot of places until like you know the houses are so close together, and that it's just amazing to me. Like just thinking about how it has to go up and over the house like that. Yeah. And if that thing comes loose and it goes down on top of your house, like your the entire house is going to get destroyed. Yeah. It's going to go like straight through, and not only that, it's not going to just go in and like lodge itself in its second floor. Like it's probably going to go through down to the basement. It could, yeah. You know, it's it's going to be a gigantic hot tub sized crater in in the middle of your house when that happens. Yes. Uh, so they they did that. I was, you know, I <laughs> I sent you a message, you know, yeah, talking about Pat Finnerty. I was like, it looks like my neighbors have have achieved the simple plan. Yes. And are getting a hot tub. And uh, it was it was fine. So I <laughs> took a shower and I you know got out and everything was still fine. And I went downstairs, and then I hear a uh, a doorbell, like like a like a uh, the doorbell rings. So I run, I go upstairs, and the dog like goes crazy and goes upstairs. This guy's like, "Oh yeah, 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 I hit your, uh, I'm 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 with the crane company. We're just installing a hot tub across the street, and uh, like I was driving away, and I hit your mailbox." Yeah. So like the crane has these like things that go out on the side to keep help it keep balance, so it doesn't tip. Right. You know? So he didn't put one side all the way in. Oh, all right. And he drove up, took out my mailbox. But like, this just, it's like, that would be one thing. Like, oh, he hit that one thing. Yeah. And <laughs> if he just hit mine and that was like it and he just came and came and got me, you know, it would be like, you know, that's, that's understandable. But the thing is, is he didn't know it. And he went around the corner and up the hill and took out like every mailbox. I mean, like two or three mailbox like going up the street. So he had to do like the walk of shame to like four different front doors. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And not only that, but you know, like the company is gonna replace it. Yeah. And like the owner of the company came to the house and said, you know, like we got we got we're gonna fix this. I'm gonna put a, you know <laughs> like mine was not nearly as destroyed as other people's. Yeah, and I saw the picture. It seemed serviceable. Yeah, the mailbox itself was fine. It yeah. just took out like the post that it was on, and like yeah. it didn't rip it out of the ground, but it like hit it enough that it leaned enough one way that the the hole that was it was in was now like stretched, yeah. so it could not stay stand straight. Right. So that whole piece of wood is like destroyed, uh, and but he came back. And he's like going to all these houses, the owner of this company, and he's like, "I'm going to fix this. We're going to fix this." And he's like, "We're going to. I'm going to. We're going to fix this tonight." Yeah. So like at some point in this evening, they're going to be putting a new post in. I was a little disappointed though because like our our mailbox is is it's it's the previous owner's mailbox, and it's just kind of a piece of junk at this point. It's all yeah. rusted and, yeah. and and bad. And I would like to get a new one that's kind of bigger to to be able to receive bigger packages, right? So go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to. But I was hoping that, like, they were going to buy a new mailbox, like, a whole thing, you know, like, yeah. a whole, like, post. And he's like, oh, I see that your mailbox isn't damaged, so we'll just replace the, the post. Uh, the post. Yeah. So I was, a little, I was a little bummed out about that, but it's okay. Like, I can go and yeah. it's up to me now. Like, I can I can pick out whatever mailbox that I want. Yeah. Uh, you should get, but, they make know, those mailboxes that have, like, a parcel locker on them. My mom has one of those. But that would just make a lot of like extra work for the the male person, I suppose. I think. Yeah, and that, that's that's okay. Like I don't I, we 
live in an, like in an area where like I'm not super super concerned about anything. No, like, I saw the pictures of your neighborhood. Like my <laughs> God, I didn't know you guys were doing yeah, so it's, well. It's, it's it's awesome being the uh, the poorest people in a, in yeah. a yeah I'm sure <laughs> neighborhood that is uh, you know see I, it's, in, it's, it's in my neighborhood the the uh, the mailman still has to walk. Okay, but that's cool because so, you kind of get a a little bit of a you can you can talk to them. We do, it. yeah, yeah. We get to know. You get to know. They're not the just mail like cruising people, by. But... Although our mail, ba- our normal mailman, yeah, uh, my dog Nellie, yeah, is, you know, she's if she's out there, yeah, like she go, goes crazy because he always like gives her like a milk bone, and as such, has trained her now to this point that any time a white colored vehicle passes by the house she's like i gotta go out yeah i gotta go out there because like it's it's time it's time it could it, it could have already happened that day and she's like i gotta get back out there man that sucks so yeah <laughs> and she's like if you want to know what true defeat looks like is yeah. that you, you see my dog when it's not the normal mailman driving the mail yeah uh, like the mail person's truck yeah and that person doesn't stop and give her anything, just keeps on going. Yeah. It's like, yeah. She's like, like so disappointed. Well, I mean, do you give her something to make up for it or, or, no? yeah, yeah, I oh, do. Okay. I right. do. But it's just, it's just funny because she is, she's so trained now to expect it. <laughs> and he jokes, he's like, she doesn't let me pet her or anything like that. She just like wants to milk bone and then runs away. Yeah. And goes and like skulks off to eat it. Yeah. Which is what she does if you give her any treat. And I, I laugh about this because she can't just like, she won't just like eat it in front of you. Yeah. She has to take it over to like, like previously designated eating areas that she's decided. Yeah. I'm only going to eat this type of food like next here, over here in the living room next to the ottoman. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> anyways, like, so the, the mailbox got taken out. It's supposed to get replaced. It might even be replaced while I'm recording this. Yeah, podcast, it could be happening right now for all you it know. Could, it, it, could, it could be happening now, yeah. but they're not going to replace the uh, the mailbox itself. Yeah. And I have a friend saying like, oh, dude, you got to get, you probably get a lot of packages. You should get an XL mailbox. Yeah. You like, could. What is that? Like, is it just a, I how think big like is that? extra large is what XL yeah. stands for. And put like a stereo receiver inside of it probably. probably big Maybe you could, I don't know. Hey, that cat, I, I forgot. Did I mention this last time? Did we talk about on the show? The cat house, not that kind of cat house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the house. Well, I don't I... know. What we talked about it on the show because I think when you sent me the pictures of, right, of it. Well, shoot. So, all right. Well, it's, I apologize in advance if I already said this on the show. But basically, <laughs> there's a there's a cat that lives in our backyard, uh, hates our guts, so uh, won't let us anywhere near him. So we we named him Grumpus. Um. He, he used to belong to a neighbor. The neighbor moved away and just left the cat here and just told us, hey, can you feed that cat? And tried to make it sound like it wasn't their cat, even though it was totally their cat. But, um, I mean, he he hates us. He hates my wife because, like, he used to take dumps in her garden. And so she would squirt them with the hose. So, you know, obviously they have a, a you know, combative yeah, relationship. And I think I'm just guilty by association because I've never done anything yeah. to that cat. But uh, he lives in our backyard, and we feed him. And he's pretty old by now. He's got to be at least 10 by now. And, you know, so we just feel bad that he's in the backyard. And he's just, you know, in the winter, it's so cold out there. 
And, uh, you know, I just got that table saw. So I'm always looking for an excuse to use it anyways. And so I built him a house, sort of a Snoopy style. You know, it looks like a dog house, a little bit smaller. You're trying to make it right. You're trying to make paint it I didn't paint it red or anything. Uh, in the picture I sent you, I agree, it looks like cedar because the iPhone, like, you know, kind of blows out the colors and everything. In person, it's much more muted because it's redwood. Uh, but anyway, we, we it took like two days before he started using it. So it's pretty quick. And... Um, now he's in there almost every day. Right now we have like a rainstorm that's been passing through. So he just doesn't even come out of that house. You just see him, you know, kind of sitting in the doorway with his little grumpy look on his face, just kind of kind of laying there. It's very mm-hmm. satisfying. You yeah. Know? And you sent me a picture of it in there and it looked like yeah. like the, uh, what was it from the NeverEnding Story? What's the name the of it? The Gamork. Maybe I'm not saying that right. It's G-M-O-R-K. Yeah, I, I, I would... That's, the, that's like the, the gigantic wolf beast in Neverending yeah. Story. Because, yeah, he looks, I mean, because he's, he's always got that, you know, he's got like resting bitch face, basically. Yes. And, uh, and but you, you, I was, I looked in your, in your Discord, like that day, and, yeah. you know, I had said that, and you said, I'm very glad that you said that because I thought the same thing. Yeah, and then somebody else in my Discord <laughs> said it too, without, without any prompting. <laughs> Yep. It's it's very funny the way that, that that worked out because it really does. And yeah. if you have that memory of that thing, yeah. being in that cave. Yeah. You know, I always in, in, I I always assume that thing, you know, I did you I never read the book. No, it me, was, me either. It was based on yeah. and I always assumed that that thing was uh I feel like they never said the name of it in in the movie, did they? I always thought I, it was I like a re- physical rep- representation of the nothing. I thought wasn't that guy, I think that guy like worked for the whoever the power was behind the nothing I don't know I looked into it that's the only reason I know that I don't really remember okay. I haven't seen that movie in a long time that movie used to kind of creep me out when I was a kid which is yeah, funny because that's it's, the kind of movie they'd show like oh it's rainy out so you can't go out for recess let's throw on it was Princess Bride or Never Ending Story and I was yeah. much happier when it was Princess Bride Never Ending Story is a great movie but there's just a lot of stuff in there that's just creepy. When you're like yeah. in elementary like school. Like when he eats the core of the apple. I don't remember that. Like he's eating that apple, right? Yeah. So he's eating the apple and reading the book. He's so into it. And oh, then at yeah, one yeah. point, Sebastian. I'm pretty sure that he cuts to it like him and he eats the entire core of the apple. It's like, what is what is the matter with you? Some people do Are that. Are you that though. into it? Yeah. Some people, like, but who? Like, like why Kramer, would anybody Kramer, do that? that was a that was a scene in Seinfeld. Kramer was coming on to a woman and he was telling her about how he... Eats the whole apple, the core, the seeds, everything. Like, I guess he thought that was going to make her, you know. <laughs> well, that scene more than any other thing. Like, you could say whatever you say you want to say about uh, uh, the, the horse dying. Yeah. But Mark, for me, Artax. it's that, that, like, that is that kid eating that core of the apple that is. In the swamp of sadness, right? Wasn't that, wasn't that the swamp yeah. of sadness and Artax? Artax, like, sinks and. Yeah. And the thing is, like that happens like so early in the movie that yeah, it's it's messed up, but it's also like you have now you had no time to get attached to this horse. This That's horse true. hasn't done happened. anything crazy except for like later. But what oh, man? What a soundtrack in that movie! Yeah, what a soundtrack that is! Like I'm not even talking about like the theme music, but yeah. just like the score of that music, and when he's, you know, like when he wishes for falcor into the real world yeah and he like chased after those kids down the uh the alleyway yeah that's like oh man spoilers like, that is like tapping into a 
a, a dream that I feel every child of that era probably had. Oh, yeah. I used to get bullied as a kid. Like, in, in my mind, I was like, man, you're you're so lucky I don't have a flying dragon dog. Yeah. Or you'd, be gonna... in, you'd be in deep shit. <laughs> but there's something about that scene that is like, you know, you if if you weren't the most popular kid in school, yeah, like the only person who didn't like that scene is the most popular kid in, in school at the time. Probably, yeah. They actually like play else uh, has like been through some stuff. The main song from the movie, the the actual Never Ending Story mm-hmm. song, they actually play that. You know, the the station I listen to on Sirius XM because it's like '80s station. Yeah, they'll play that song every once in a while. It's a good tune. It's I'm pretty good. Say. Yeah. Speaking of movie music, going back to Uncle Buck real quick, it was interesting yeah. to me because that's a John Hughes movie, mm-hmm. written and directed, and it's interesting because that movie doesn't have you know I feel like sort of the '80s like music a... is sort of a was is a cornerstone of so many of his movies. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Pretty in Pink, you know, Breakfast Club, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, Uncle Buck. I mean, Uncle Buck's. I don't. I don't know what year Uncle Buck came out. It's a little bit newer. You know, it came out a little mm-hmm. bit later, but yeah, it doesn't really have that '80s aesthetic anymore. And I mean, that maybe maybe that movie came out in like '90, because that movie came out like right before Home Alone, right? That was like Macaulay Culkin did Uncle Buck, and then boom, Home Alone, right, which John was, Hughes wrote but didn't direct. Right, and John Candy was in Home Alone, like in the in the car, right, and the. Yeah, yeah, he band. was. Uh, 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 it's 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 very easy to forget. The Polka King, right? The Polka. What was his name? I forgot. The Polka King. Yeah. You know, a lot of his lines were improvised. Like he came and he did that. It was like one day on on the set, and I think I read that he worked like for scale and a lot of that stuff. Like when he's telling Kevin's mom when he's rattling off because she has no idea who he is, and he's mm-hmm. rattling off all their hits. Like he improvised yeah. that whole thing. How cool is that? Like, how cool would it be to be able to just rattle that off? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like clearly things that he's thought about in in the past, but was, you know, you just never know when something like that is is perfect to just jump out and get you, right? Yeah. Like, just be like, oh, this is, uh, this is perfect. This is like, this is what I need for this, this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we talked about John Candy already, but, you know, just anytime I watch a John Candy movie now, it just makes me a little bit sad, you know, just because. Yeah. He was such, I feel like he was such a big part of my childhood. Like any movie, if John Candy was in it, that was like a huge selling point for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I watching? When I was like, I was going through some old videotapes that were just like off air recordings. And I had never seen this, and it was his last movie. It was uh, like it was just Wagon's East, right? Uh, was Wagon East? I thought it was Canadian Bacon. Canadian Bacon is like the one that's like on this on this videotape, like an yeah. off-air USA Network recording. Yeah. yeah. I think he died uh, during the filming of Wagon's East. Oh yeah, you know what? That sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah. What are you What huh. are you doing? I, it, You're zoning out on me. Well, I'm looking at my. I updated some settings on my on my camera. Yeah, I, it's I don't fine. see my audio levels popping up, and I'm like, oh, geez, what's going on? I don't know. Whatever. It so I'm gonna matter. have to. I might. I'll fix that. 
I'll right. fix that. I don't, right. It'll be I mean, fine. The, it'll be fine. I just deal with it. Let's all calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as far as I know, uh, I mean, so I guess maybe Canadian Bacon, which is a Michael Moore movie, which I did, had no idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because my first exposure to him was like watching, uh, what was the one movie that he did about the uh, the company? He's trying to like meet the... Roger, Roger and me. Roger and me. We had yeah. to watch that in my economics class. That was the me, first time I yeah, saw. Yeah, I had to watch that in in high school. Yeah, and I don't know if that was before or after Canadian Bacon. I don't. I don't know because by the time I think, by the time we saw we meaning me and my classmates, not you, but uh, by the time we saw Roger and me, I think it was several years old. Yeah, it was definitely so, pretty old at the time. Yeah, and maybe that was his first like dabbling in. Uh, into documentary could be like based yeah. on like you know like whatever success he had to like making uh like feature films and then like, yeah oh, this is what i should be doing although i haven't heard anything about that guy in years yeah so i um i kind of mentioned this on my last episode of weekend rental i was kind of talking about how you know you know certain people you know whine about the quote unquote war on Christmas, you know, and I was kind of, <laughs> and I was kind of saying like, well, what about the war on Thanksgiving? You know, because like, yeah, Thanksgiving's getting kind of muscled out. And, you know, I kind of noticed this the other day. It almost seems like Christmas. Cause I just feel like retail kind of drives so much of society. And like now, like, like I went to, it was day before yesterday. I think I went to Trader Joe's, you know, we all love Trader Joe's, you know? Yeah. And I was kind of wanting to get, that's not why I was in there, but I'm like, I'm going to grab some Christmas stuff, you know, Christmas cookies, Christmas ice cream. It was just all gone. Like, it's like as they if, got their they one. they never had it? No, or? they had it, but it was just like maybe they got one shipment. It, I'm saying if you walk into my Trader Joe's now, it just feels like a normal time of the year. Like all the Christmas cookies. Because, you know, like uh, uh, they have their JoJo's cookies, which are like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like their yeah. Oreos. I, I, They're I, I just like Oreos. The pumpkin JoJo's. Yeah, but because yeah, they have those around like Halloween, Thanksgiving, and then for Christmas they have peppermint JoJo's. So oh, yeah. those are all gone. And then another thing I really like from Trader Joe's, I can't remember if I brought it up before, but uh, they have these little mini uh, ice cream cones. Like yeah, okay. Like you get them in the that frozen like dipped. Yeah, they're like, they're like yeah, dipped yeah. ice cream usually. Yes, they're like, like little, drumsticks, uh, like uh, what's, but they're yeah, tiny. Little drumsticks, but they're tiny. Yeah. They're like 80 calories. They're tiny. They, they should get, call them little drummer boys. They should, but, you know, they don't, <laughs> sadly. But so they always have like their standard flavors. It's like, you know, vanilla, chocolate chip, and, and chocolate, I think. But then like for Thanksgiving, they had a pumpkin ginger one, which it was okay. But then for Christmas, they had a, a peppermint one. And peppermint stick ice cream is my favorite ice cream. And normally you can only get it during Christmas. And so I got a box of those like, oh, I was excited, you know, and then now they don't have them anymore. I've been there. I've been back twice and they're just like gone they're, They usually have peppermint stick ice cream. That's not there. And now, you know, if you go to like your favorite store, Target, like all the Christmas stuff is already on clearance because it's like ah, Christmas is over, you know, yeah. it's like Christmas isn't for a week. Christmas shopping is from like, like October 15th of November to like Thanksgiving and then it's right. over. Yes, it's like over. 
It's weird. I think that'd be really funny if every single like holiday, like that that season is like over like a month before it actually is. Yeah. Like that season is like, you know, back to school is in June now. But they like, do literally that. like the moment you like walk out of school. Yeah. Is like back to school. Shopping. They totally do that. <laughs> I used to hate that when I was a kid, and now it's they do it even earlier. You know. Yeah. 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 That's that's that's. So you think that this is like part of Trader Joe's war on Thanksgiving? No, I, I just I I, don't, I just thought it was weird. I guess who's who needs to pay for this? Well, nobody needs to pay for it. It's just who it's needs just, to go down. It's just an observation. Who, who, who are we taking down? Yeah, I don't think anybody. But yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, I had something else. Oh, I mean this. Do you have something? Because the next thing I have is real boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just popping my head, and uh, it's it's it's. I want. I, I would like to say that the chances of it being more boring than what you were going to talk about is probably pretty big. Oh well, now hit me. I mean, as somebody who worked retail, like, I, so I was just watching uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, all right. Uh, I love it. I love it. But there's a part where you know where they go sh- they go Christmas shopping at some department store at the very beginning, yeah. like towards the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. And uh, they're going through, and like he's it, it has like a very rapid succession of different cuts of like people shopping. Yeah. And you get like a shot of the credit card machine. So they put it down, and they put like this uh, like transfer paper or whatever, and you had to like yeah the chunk, do chunk. a thing. Yeah. You go chunk chunk. Yeah. When do you think when do you think the last time you saw one of those in action was? I don't know, but when I started working retail, I definitely had to use one of those. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And it's like, well, so not counting like bills that you might be pay- paying, when do you think the last time you wrote a check was? So when do you I, think the last time you gave gave a check to somebody well, say here, yeah. don't spend it all in one place. Well, here, I mean I, well, for, I'll say this, and keep in mind that I'm married, so my wife has checks and I have checks, but I've lived in this house for 12 and a half years. I only have one, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, like a pad of checks? I don't know what you call like it. A, like I, a checkbook. Like a, like a, like a, but I just have yeah, the like one. A, like I don't have like a whole box of checks. I have one you're pad still in of checks. that check. first one? It still has my old address on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, sometimes... Uh, we'll have a contractor come do work or something and they want to be paid with a check, but then my wife will write the check. But I mean, that's pretty rare. Yeah. I hate writing checks. Uh, you know what I, mean, I, I like, what I, I, I hate, hate is it, when but you're it's at just the, like, it's just annoying. You're at the grocery store and this still happens to me sometimes. I'll be at the grocery store and there's the, someone in front of me. It's always a woman. I don't know why I'm not trying to be sexist. It just, that's how it shakes out. You know, standing there waiting while the guy is like, you know, scanning all of our items and, and then says, OK, your total is, you know, seventy nine eighty five. And then only then will she take her purse off of her shoulder, root around in there like Pooh Bear with a jar of honey, find her checkbook and then take it out and start writing, you know, pay to the order of nugget. Oh, what's today's date? OK, December 20th. And then write the whole thing out like 
don't have your checkbook out ahead of time and fill out all that stuff while you're waiting for your total. Like that yeah. still like, in like, 2023 happens to me every once in a while. Blows my mind. I'm I'm just thinking about like having a purse with so much stuff in it, you got to root around in it for for a checkbook. Yeah. And I feel as, as in 2023, it's like, how do you have that much stuff that you got to take with you wherever you go? I mean, I don't... That you would just like throw it in your purse? Well, I mean, you know, I just they like, have to have a like, lot more like, stuff. What? I'm not... I get that. You know, they have to have all the, you know... You maybe get your makeup or your lip gloss and then your hand but, cream. But so much stuff like, that you got to like root around in there for couple, the checkbook. Like, oh, I got to find it. hair ties or hair clips. Like, you know? what's in there? What is in there? It just it doesn't know. make it. Let me, here's, a, here's, I, my, here's my question for you to get back to what this show is about. How comfortable do you feel on a scale of one to 10? All right. You say to your wife, uh, hey, Don, I, I need a whatever, right? Whatever it is. And she says, oh, yeah, I've got one in my purse. How comfortable are you going into your wife's purse to pull something out of there? Uh, I would say I was like a solid like 15% com- like level of comfortability. So you're saying, yeah, you, you, don't want, you, don't, you don't want to be I don't want to do it. No. I mean, I, I just, I mean, uh, when I was, as a kid, when I was growing up, like, I feel stick like it's in a, a hand. place. Like it's like well, beyond what I'm capable of. That might be part of it. I just feel like for me, part of it, like when you're a kid, going into your mom's purse or your grandmother's purse, that's like a hanging offense. Like that. Yes. You were going to yeah. get in huge trouble. Like, get out of my purse right, right this instant, young man. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's like, it's a carryover from that. Like if my wife's like, oh yeah, just grab it out of my purse or like, oh, you know, Hey, do you have, you have 10 bucks? Oh yeah. Just get my wallet out of my purse and grab it. I'm like, ah, I, I just go grab the purse and hand it to her. Yeah. Just like you find it. I just, I'm, it's a lifetime of conditioning of like, you don't do that. You know, now that I'm thinking about it though, I bet you a lot of that stuff in there is like stuff that is capable to be capable of being stored on a, on a, cellular telephone at this point well cards the, and whatnot stuff, sure yeah all that stuff that you'd find like be storing in a purse yeah it's probably been converted over well, to something that could be tissues they gotta have phone. tissues in there yeah just you know just a couple i mean just i'll be honest years. i feel like you know if it was socially acceptable i mean i wouldn't mind being able to carry some of that stuff around you know you don't know when you might need yeah this especially i was it's, it's totally socially so don't let anybody tell you that it's not well i mean it, it drives me crazy when so when i lived in new york i would i had a messenger bag that i carried like oh. everywhere yeah I have a it was messenger like, oh bag. your man purse oh yeah you, whatever. You, oh my god you have a man purse what is it's like come on it's like you carry everything in it i, I had somebody PlayStation at work portable in there somebody at work one time made fun of me for having a lunchbox like I packed my lunch. Is it like? Is it like? Is it like a uh, like an ET lunch lunchbox? No, dude. What? It's like I bought it off of eBay. It's like an antique. It's one of those old black. I think Thermos made a couple different companies. Stanley, I think, yeah. made one. It's that old black lunchbox with the two uh, uh, latches on the front, and it was hinged, you know. And and like you have a thermos like in the the lid. Like if you ever see like, like a picture of like. The, the, you know, iron the construction workers. workers. Yeah, like the iron workers like, that built like the Empire State Building. Like that was yeah, their lunchbox. Yeah, sitting up there. And, and like that's what there. I, that's my lunchbox. Like I bought one off of eBay and kind of like restored it. 
And, and, and somebody like tried to make fun of you for having that. Uh, yeah. He called, Oh, is that your purse? I'm like, how do you not know what this is? Like, this is the iconic. It's like, what is the matter with you? Like, there's no way that like, clearly you're not cool enough to understand. This is like, the lunchbox awesome that built America. Mother effer. That's what I should have said, except I should have said it, you know. And then, then you punched him right in his I should face have, and pushed, him, I pushed him through, uh, yeah. you know, like over over your the top of your cubicle. Yeah, I don't have a cubicle, but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I imagine you working in a cubicle. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. really you have, you have like a lab. I'm kind of jealous of like, like my wife has a cubicle and like, this is pretty nice. You have your own little cube. Like people, people talk trash about cubicles, but like. Some people like your glass is just half empty. Like you have a cubicle, dude. Like I share an office with two other people and we have no, yeah. there's no separation or anything. You know, it's like, it's like no peeing separation. in the men's room in like a 50 year old football stadium where you piss into a trough. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to bring up the trough because yeah. at, at one point, like it, since the last, uh, the last podcast I was I, I was thinking like oh, I don't know if I want to bring this up on a podcast but now that you mentioned pissing in a trough really you've had you had a you had a pissing in a trough story queued up and you just I, I don't have a pissing in a trough story sure if just, it was appropriate I, no it's not that it's appropriate it's just like this is, can oh, this you, is about when you are shoulder to shoulder yeah pee yeah into a trough yeah I can't I can't like I'm just gonna you know I don't know if it's like the the double oaked talking I don't just, know. Just like spinning out there. Like I like I definitely cannot like pee around other people. Like there's something inside of me that prevents me from being able to pee. And like some and it's like like if I had to rank the most awkward things yeah. that I experience as an adult, yeah. It would be when I am standing at a urinal and somebody is shoulder to shoulder with me and I can't pee and I'm just like I'm just waiting for them to finish and get out of here. So that I can go. See, I feel like now, if that and, happens and to I've me, I've been there longer than they have. Yeah, I get more into my own head because you know they know. Like, why is this guy standing here? He's not 100%. even peeing. Oh, is he bashful? Yeah. And that makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard the, 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 the I've heard the term stage fright. Oh, thrown out there before. Maybe. I don't know if that's like if that's true, uh, but certainly this is something that is the like like it is. A constant thing in my in my life. Yeah. Like my number one <laughs> the idea that's my number one fear. Like something that I hate. Yeah. Is is somebody is like when I'm like traveling somewhere with a friend, like on a like a road trip or whatever. Yeah. And we both gotta go to the bathroom. Right. And it's like we both go into the bathroom at the same time. So you can't even you won't even pee in a urinal Dude, like next to your friend. Oh, for sure. Like, that, mm. like that's even worse. It's like I can't go, and <laughs> could you go into the stall? Would that help or not really? Well, I, no, I, I, I do that, but it doesn't help. Oh, a lot wow. of times. Wow. Because uh, they'll hear then it. It's like okay, so, so now, what I, what I have started doing in like the last like decade or so is like I really got to go and I like rush ahead of them. Wow. Because as soon as as soon as I start going, it's fine. It's just like getting that getting that. Well, that because once it starts, it. it's hard to stop. You know, so exactly. It's just getting it to come and out. And that, that that like, and I know that. 
I know that and I'm getting there so that I can like, I got to get a head start. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a, a thing. I like, I, I, <laughs> I, I had no intention of talking about this Yeah. today. Yeah. And, but, but the thing is, is I had thought about talking, bringing this up. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, this is the place you should be able to do that, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, but that is, that is certainly something that is, it's a constant. But so I'm saying struggle. like you're at a Bengals game and I'm sure, I mean, that Bengals stadium is not that old, but let's just pretend for a second that it is. They're still playing at the old stadium. You know, it's like halftime. You've had a few, whatever they have there. And you're like, oh, I got to go tap a kidney. And you're like, you go into the, the bathroom and it's the gigantic trough. And there's just a bunch of other half drunk dudes. You don't know any of them. Yeah. You can't just pull in there and just. Like, I almost get it more if it's like somebody you know, but if it's like a bunch of just idiot strangers, who cares? No, I, I think it just goes back to the first experience that I ever had doing that. Yeah. Was like at a, at a bar and it was like a bunch of people. And the thing is, it's like, it wasn't even like a trough. It was just like a. It was kind of a trough, but it was just like a like a large sink full of ice. Yeah, some people use the ice to try to <laughs> something. I'm not actually sure what the ice is and for, I, but like I just like, and I think that from that was my first experience with with the trough. So check and, this out, then this because okay. this I bet this must be like your personal hell. Worst nightmare. Okay. So when I was in high school, I almost joined the army. Yeah. To the I, point where I even went and took the army physical. Like that's how deep into the process I got. Like I was like, I basically noped out of it or chickened out, whatever you want to say it kind of the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I went and took this army physical and, you know, they're really big in the armed services on making sure that you're, you don't do drugs, you know? And so you have to, they have to get a urine sample from you while you're while you're taking your physical right and so you go in the bathroom and there's this wall with like i'm gonna say it's like 10 urinals i don't really remember let's just say for the sake of the story there's 10 urinals along this wall right and then some guy he's like an army doctor or whatever he is has a chair and he sits at one end of the (laughs) urinals so that like you know his perspective you know he's sort of orthogonal to all of you right because he's basically sitting in the chair and looking down the line at like 10 you know streams of pee you know there's like you know 10 i try not to use bad language on the show so you know yeah uh 10 wieners or whatever you know uh (laughs) 10 guys have their dicks out and they're and they're peeing into these urinals and this guy's just staring down at all of them right like, but he's yeah. just, got, he's making eye contact with all of them, you know? And so like, I'm standing there and like, I cannot go. Cause like, it's not like, oh yeah, yeah for sure. Like, like oh, I'm shoulder to like... shoulder with some guy. It's like, no, some guy, it's his job to stare at you while you're doing it, you know? And so like, I mean, a couple this is of like guys... far beyond like, like okay, one of those single on. person it's, could it... be like, like, hold on. It gets worse within, so, you know, some guys, a baseball my, myself included, some guys couldn't go, right? And the guy was like, yeah. he was cool. He's like, oh, if you can't go, uh, just whatever, you, you know, there'll be another opportunity in the afternoon for you to go again, right? 
And so like a couple of us couldn't go, you know, not because I didn't have to, but just because I had some guy staring at my staring at my cock while I was trying to go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> and so I just couldn't go, right? So then you go back in the afternoon and now it's like worse because at least before you had sort of the cover of being in like a 10-man crowd all peeing at the same yeah. time. Now it's like a one-on-one situation. And so, not only that, but like you've been thinking about it all day up to that point. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I got it. Well, <laughs> no, because like then later you have to drop your pants and bend over and pull your ass cheeks apart so that some other doctor, which I think is the most ridiculous thing, like every one of us in there was 18 and you've got some doctor who wants to check you for hemorrhoids. What 18 year old has hemorrhoids? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I didn't get the the one finger. How do you do while I was there? But maybe I did, yeah. and I blocked it out. I don't remember. But I I know I had to bend over and show my crack to some lady, which was. I mean, I don't like. I don't know if I feel bad for you more than I feel from the person feel bad for the person that that's their job. Well. I don't know. I could tell you a story about that, but I'm I'm not. I'll tell you that after the show. I'm not going to tell you on the show. Um, and you know the well, thing that, is, I'm sure if I like if I had hell, if I had sure. ended up joining the army, then I'm sure that would have been nothing compared to other stuff that would have happened. You know, but yeah. I didn't, and so that was my only taste of it. And so my big takeaway was somebody staring at my peen while I was trying to go to the bathroom twice, yeah. and then somebody else. Not even the same person who now you're kind of forming an intimate relationship. Like, like, can you at least be the one that looks at my balloon knot? No, we got somebody else for that. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty horrible. But I, I mean, the only, the only way I could think that it would ever be worse is maybe if like they had everybody sit down and like they're like now poop. Yeah. On the on the you bright gotta, side, do just because I don't want to make it sound like this is a horrible experience <laughs> on the bright side. Um, the, the, I don't, I don't know what you call sort of the, the ingestion station or whatever, where you sign up for this kind of stuff right down the street was a Chinese buffet and they gave you like a voucher for lunch to go down there and get Chinese buffet. That was cool. Got a free Chinese buffet lunch out of it. That, that, I mean, that may, maybe makes things a little bit easier. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Have experience like, well, you know what? At least you got a consolation prize. But I, would you say that that experience was one of the things that made you say, like, I don't want to do this? No. No. That had nothing to do with it. No. Can you imagine how different your life would be if you had gone through with it? It's like one of those, oh, yeah. like, there, like the there, sliding doors moment, right? Yeah. I mean, there's been times in my life where I, well, you know, I really should have done that. That would have been cool. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I never would have met my wife. So that would have yeah. sucked. Uh, but, yeah, my life would be completely different. And I, you know. I think I like my life, you know. I'm not. Do you think that that is like the biggest sliding door moment of your life? I mean, it's one of them. You know, you can point yeah. to a few things in your life and like, oh, if I hadn't done this, like, what if you had never asked your wife out? You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of like really big things, though. I mean, that's like that's I've never seen the movie Sliding Doors, but I like I know like the term. Yeah. Of, like you know, like one little thing can change the course of the entire rest of your life. But I think there's tons of those things that you don't even realize, you know, if you had done this instead of that or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like there's I'm going like to watch a, that movie like before the next episode. All right. Make sure you write that down. Yeah. I'm going to do that. 
I mean, clearly mine is like like probably moving to New York because I wouldn't have met my wife and yeah, I would not be the person that I am today. We wouldn't we wouldn't be here. Yeah, if if I hadn't done that. Sometimes I forget that you moved to New York because you don't bring it up ten times an episode. I know. It's like you know, I've been. It's almost been ten years. Like this February will be ten years since I left. It's crazy. I will have been gone almost as long as I live there. Live there. See, if you still live there, like you and Tim Rogers could be like best friends, probably. We could be, but who even yeah. knows if I, I would be into the stuff that I'm into? Because, yeah. I mean, look behind me. Where did you like, live? I didn't have this there. Like what? I lived in in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Okay. Which is like now is considered like I guess at the time it was really. Uh, it was like a, like the cool place to live. Yeah. You know, like where all, where all the hipsters are, but now it's like really, really pricey. Yeah. And definitely like, there's no way I could have afforded it. Yeah. Now. Uh, but you know, like I look back on that, you know, like we moved in the, in February of 2014 and, uh, it's like, man, I can't think of anything that I would want, have wanted less than to still be there and like living my life. Yeah. There. Yeah. Because it just, it seems so exhausting. And like most of the people that we knew that we were friends with, like have, have up and moved elsewhere. Yeah. Well, plus, there's, I there's, mean, look at you now. You live in a ritzy neighborhood. Your neighbor just got a. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's not ritzy. Like this is like. Bro, you have a, you like have a two story like house like that's made of, like right that's this. made of brick and you have a full basement. Your neighbor's got a hot tub. Yes, you've got your you've got your mailbox to... at the end of your driveway like a fancy pants. Yeah, and it's also on a cul-de-sac. There you go. Yeah, but you know a lot of that like the area that I live in, you know, like this whole area uh, is like kind of old. You know, like like I've said before, like my old house was built in in eighteen seventy eight. Right. But this area that I'm in now is like a subdivision. Uh, that a lot, a lot of people that live here don't even know it's here. Oh wow! And uh, how far do you live was, from your it was old built house? Built in ninety-seven. Yeah. What? How far do you live from your old house? Uh, probably like six, seven minutes. Oh, okay, that's pretty close. Yeah, I mean it's it's just an area that was only recently developed. Yeah. In nineteen ninety-seven, and you know, same year I graduated from high school. Hey. You know what we haven't yes. done in, in a while? Oh, oh, oh! Before we get to that, uh, I don't have one for today, but I, I wanted to propose something. Ooh. For future episodes. Okay. I feel like for me, one of my issues with doing uh, does it slap or should we eat it is like coming up with a third thing. Like sometimes I just have two things. Yeah. And I just want to have two things like, oh, I can't do it. I can't think of a third thing. So, mm-hmm. and it's not like, it's not like F Mary kill where you have to have three things. It's like, does it slap There's or should we eat it? That already suggests that it's only two things. Yeah. One thing can slap the other and you eat the other. Right. You, and you eat the other thing. And I kind of, I guess like when I asked you about like dancing queen and can't hurry love. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. All right. So next time. So you got one? No. You want me, you that's want what I just hit, said. You want... I just said no. I just I. But I thought of one the other day. I can't. I can't remember it now. What? Well, you got something? <laughs> I, I don't have anything. Oh yeah. No no no. I just uh, meant like for next time. Man, uh, what a, what a what a poor fiftieth episode this is. We're halfway there and we can't even come up with a slapper. Does a slapper? Well, we. Ha- I mean, I feel like we haven't done that in a while. You know. 
Yeah. Uh, I can I can talk a little bit. Like some, I have I have something. I had like one thing that okay. I've written down and. Well, we can. I, I was can, just going to suggest we could look at emails if we need more. Yeah, we we, we could but do if that. You've got but let me something. Just, like, let's definitely do that first. I, I just want to like ask you about this because like right. I don't know if it's just me thinking this is like a weird thing. Yeah. But I wanna I wanna know if you've experienced it or if you've thought about it, especially as someone who does science oh, for a living. That's yes. That's what it says on my resume. So does science growing up <laughs> does science, science worker. And stuff. And stuff. Because, uh, you know, like my, my daughter is in, in sixth grade and she's like kinda she's at the middle school now, which is also the high school. And they're kind of throwing, like, they throw a lot of these kids into the situation where it's like, all right, you got to, we're going to take in the uh, the training wheels off and you got to figure out some stuff for yourself. Okay. Right? Yeah. So she, uh, you know, had a couple of tests and she's like, had to like study for them. Mm-hmm. You know, she, it's not just like, oh, here's like the, the gimme, you know, like, here's like a test you just do to see if you could like memorize stuff. Yeah. And so growing up or when I was in high school, like the things that I excelled at, that I was good, like naturally good at was like history or social studies and English. And the stuff that I really s- struggled with was, uh, was math and science, like yeah, biology and stuff like that. And a lot of times I would have to like really study for a long time, especially for like biology tests, like, like pass it. And so she just had some, some tests that she had to really study for and like had a very difficult time with it. It was kind of the first time that she's had, had a tough time with it. And first off, I just, I didn't realize, I don't know if it's just true for this school, but like when I was a kid, you know, 65% was like the, like the passing grade. 64% is failing. 65 is like a D minus. Okay. Passing. Okay. Uh, apparently they have like completely jettisoned the idea of like a D, a D grade. So like anything under 70% is now, is now failing. But that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Uh, I just like, you know, she's talking about how ha- she had like trouble with like some science stuff that she did. Yeah. And it got me thinking about like how, when I really had a hard time with like, you know, with science and like having to like study for it, basically what I'm doing is like reading it and like trying to just memorize what the answers would be in this situation. And it was never anything like where I was just trying to understand it. Where if like I understand it, like I remember it. Right. And that just got me thinking about how like I learn as an adult versus as a kid where, you know, as a kid, I would just like look at stuff and try to just try to memorize it. And it's like relation to this other thing. Like, oh, if I, you know, if, it, if this word is mentioned, then it's the answer is probably going to be this. Right. And now if I like learn about something like, like the, the more, the more details that I have, like the more chances of me like being interested in it and like remembering it. Yeah. Are true. So I want to know, like, have you always had that, uh, like you want to learn more about it or was there ever like a time where you know, you were you were more book smart, book smart versus the uh, before, like, like really actually understanding how it works to learn something. 
I mean, I think it depends on what what the thing is. I mean, I. Mm-hmm. But like well, for I mean, science, like anything science related, like adjacent to what you do. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would say there's certain classes that I took in college where. You know, I don't know. It's interesting because I don't know if everybody gets to experience something like this, but because of like, you know, I went to college and I majored in chemistry mm-hmm. and I feel like I really got to see the limits of what my brain was capable of and what it wasn't. Like I just took certain classes where I just knew I I don't get this and I'm not going to get it. Like my brain Wow. Uh, like my brain is just not capable of comprehending this thing that I'm supposed to be able to know, you know? And, and so that's, like that's I part had of the allure for you. That no, was part of the allure. No, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying then it kind of became what you were talking about where you had to study in a different way to like, okay, how am I going to pass a test about this when I don't get it? And you had to try to like sort of study in a way. Well, if it's like this, then the answer is probably going to be this or or here's at least how to show the work and get the partial credit. But at the end of the day, like fundamentally the, the concepts in this class are just over my head. <laughs> I guess that like your kid. Yeah. She's a, uh... I'm sorry. She's like, I've been like, like staring at her this time and she's like, yeah, I don't know what she's, <laughs> I don't know what she's staring at. <laughs> hey, what's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm sorry. She was just like, that's what that's how she is. She's like a guard dog. Doing like the circular thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're weird. She's like, what is this guy doing? Um, but anyway, I mean, I don't know. There's other classes that, you know, like for me it came easy and I had classmates or friends that for them that was something they weren't gonna be able to understand, and I didn't have a problem with that. So mm-hmm. it just depends, you know. So a lot of it just kinda kinda came naturally to you though. I mean, I get, I mean, I don't know. It's probably not how I would describe it. You just it, had a brain I, that I was guess. like wired to like, be like, oh, I get this. Yeah. I just and think different people have brains that work different ways. And there's like yeah. some things that like, you know, maybe my brain is good at being able to do certain things. There's other things that my brain just, I'm in that way. I'm just too stupid to be able to get that. But then there's other mm-hmm. things that, you know, for other people yeah. where it's different, you know, like. Yeah. I had to take this I class in grad school where everybody said like, oh, it's the worst. It's the worst class you're going to take in grad school. And like, I so one of my, that. one of my classmates who I was not a fan of, um, I went out to dinner with, it was me and my wife and her and her husband all went out to dinner and, uh, she was going on and on about this class cause she had taken it already and I hadn't taken it yet. And, um, just talking about it was the worst the worst thing I ever had to do in grad school. It's horrible. And then she she turned to my wife and said, You're you're gonna have to give your husband a lot of BJs <laughs> while he's in this class. Which, yeah. you know, my wife is Maybe that's not the thing you say to my wife, I'm saying. You know? <laughs> like that's not that's a little uncouth, you know. Yeah. But I mean, she really put the fear of God to me into me with that class. And I took the class and it ended up being my favorite class in grad school. Like I really liked it. But maybe then, if like, you, like you had this, you know, like this, it, it had been hyped up. 
No, because I, I took the class with a friend of mine. She was a classmate and a friend of mine, and she hated it. She said, oh, my God, this is so hard. And I just didn't have a hard time with it. But I'm saying there's other classes where I just still to this day, like I had a class. I took it. I flunked it. I took it again and was able to pass it by basically just BSing my way through the test. Mm -hmm. I at no point did I ever understand any of it. Right. Which is fine. It's, it's nothing I need to know. So it's okay. Right. And that, I think that's like, you know, that's what it comes down to, I guess, is, you know, like, what do you need to know? Like, if you want to do something, obviously you're going to have like at least some sort of a interest in yeah, like how it works or whatever. You know, I just, I just think about it in terms of the, uh, like what we, like what we do on YouTube and how I understand how some of this, this stuff works now. And it was never something that I even thought of, I even thought about. And I'm more interested in about like, why does this work now than I ever would have been about any of this stuff. But it's something that you're interested in, you know, like if, if right, you could right. have majored in. I don't even in... think that I would have been interested in the same way when I was in high school. Maybe. I'd be just like, like let, leave me alone. Let me just like, let me yeah. do this thing. But I mean, I still love learning now, but then you're learning the things that you're interested in and you're doing it at your own pace. Whereas being yeah. in school, you take classes because it's like, well, I want to be, I want to get a degree in whatever. Okay, well, you have to take these classes, and you have to learn the material at the pace that I say you have to learn it at. Right. You know. Yeah, and it, I, I just think it's interesting, and you're kind of like in that situation with other people. I don't know. That's why I think sometimes about how I think it would be kind of fun to go back to school. Yeah. Just, just like take some stuff and you know things that I'm more interested in now. Well, why can't you? I mean, yeah. you got. I mean, I, you I live could, in a I major mean, metropolitan. Well, I don't. No, I, I definitely fair to could, say that. I mean, you but, live in a big city. I'm saying you have a university, at least one. But that would definitely throw a lot of, you know, everything that's going on, like going on in my life. Yeah. Sort of throw it into upheaval, and yeah. I, I feel like I can't, can't do that right now. But if I got into a situation where I could not find work doing what I know. Yeah. I would absolutely like go back to school and be like, well, what's this other thing that like, I think would be, what would you, if you, if that happened to you right now, you're like, okay, I got to get out of this video editing stuff. I'm going to go back to school. I I think that I would definitely think it was more interesting to go into like electronic engineering just to figure out how a lot of stuff. And I could relate it back to like the stuff that I do know about. See, that's hard. I would never it's, it's major. Hard to do that, or it would I would be, never uh, major in anything that includes the word engineering. Like I work in the engineering department. Yeah, and I like mean, those that's just me people, talking, like in a situation where I'm not faced with it. But yeah, maybe I could just take a class and see what it was like. Sure. Before I actually went for it. But it is. I don't know. It's just. It's just an interesting thought experiment to uh, think about, like the difference of how we learn as adults versus how we learn yeah. learned as kids or as teenagers yeah where we basically we're only learning the stuff that we knew like need to know to pass the test not well, like yeah. how like why it is what it is because i don't feel like it. maybe some people are not like this but like i went to school to get a degree like i'm here to get the piece of paper so that i can go get a job right like i yeah. wasn't really my mindset was never I'm here to learn, right? And like yes. in grade school, you know, like elementary school and junior high was like, I'm here to hang out with my friends and eat lunch yeah. in the cafeteria and then go home, right? And then high yeah. school 
was I don't even want to do that. I don't want to be here at all. I'm here because it's mandatory, right? Mm-hmm. But the entirety of college for me was like, well, this is just what I thought you have to do. Like, I feel like that my generation was just sold like, well, you have to go to college. And so I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, I went to true. college. I mean, we but definitely I, were. It's I like went to college no option, to, right? Yeah. To get the piece of paper so I could go get a job. Like I wasn't really there to like, Ooh, I'm just so into chemistry. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's summer and I'm miserable. Cause I can't learn about chemistry all summer. I can't wait for fall quarter to start. Like not at all. Yeah. It's just, it's just an interesting to think about. I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I, I do. I've I've thought about going back to school, but that's not something I want to even yeah entertain right now. Yeah. About how I just think it would be like such a better experience than the time I had in than than my college like my real college experience. I mean, like for I sure, grad school has been that way for me. I mean, nobody made me go mm-hmm. to grad school, so you know, I didn't. I never minded the classes I took. Yeah. You and know. you kind of feel like you're you're there because you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Not in you know, it's like you're you're paying a lot of money to take that that class. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying nobody really expected me to, you know, I feel like there was expectation like well, you go to college, you know, but I did that. You know, now going mm-hmm. to grad school is like, you know, I don't think anybody really put that on me. So Yeah. And at, at any point I could just quit. I mean, even in college, especially like, you know, you go to college, like, you know, when I did or like people do now and, you know, I was taking out student loans to pay for college, you know, so well, then you better graduate or, you know, if you, you quit halfway like, through, you still owe yeah. the money and you have no degree. So it's like yeah. you have to finish. But like grad school, it's like I could quit any time I wanted to really like without any repercussions, except maybe to my pride, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an exciting, but like kind of scary. Yeah. Thought, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's all I got. Like that's, right. I was thinking about that a lot. Cause I was just talking to my daughter about it and thinking about like, oh, this is, you know, the stuff that she's like been struggling with. I said, oh, you know, I wish that I could like that. I, I want to learn about that. Yeah. More so like, you know. But when it was me, it's like I just need to like learn about photosynthesis or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like I don't care how it actually works or why it is what it is. But now it's like, oh, that's kind of like that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. You just and I think that that's that's kind of a cool thing. Just just the difference between how we learn when we because we want to, and learn because we have to. That's what I'm saying. Like now, and I'll I, spend and there's a. And there's a a difficult, like there's an overlap about like people that you know the stuff that they have to learn is like stuff that they want to learn because they want to yeah yeah but i was just gonna say like I'll, i mean i'll spend a whole evening now reading like i'll go down the wikipedia rabbit hole yeah and spend hours reading wikipedia or you know going and getting you know non-fiction books and reading them in two days because nobody's making but i wonder me, how much you know? like the desire to do that has been ignited because the the possibility to do that is there thanks to the internet you know thanks to like wikipedia where it's like oh i'm gonna read about this thing like oh that's kind of cool yeah oh but it's like related to this and i can just read about all this stuff and yeah it, it just it makes you wonder how many people just have an interest or like find interest that they'd never even thought that they 
like become interested in things that they never thought that they would ever become interested in. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just there. Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you got, uh, what do you get? You got like a surround sound system down there. Don't you? Cause you have like a, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just a 5.1. It's not like it's a only a, It's only a 5.1. Only 5.1. Yeah. Only five channels in a subwoofer. I ask because, you know, this is obviously quite, you know, plebeian compared to what you have, but uh, I just bought a sound bar. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I mean, I'm not putting up a surround sound system down here. Like this. No. I don't know how it looks on camera, but I mean, this, this basement's like the size of a bedroom. It's really not very big. So I don't, and, and it's, it's in an L shape. It'd be very odd. Like, I don't even have room for a couch down here unless I got rid of all this furniture, I guess. But anyway, um, <clears throat> oh, my voice broke. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm going through puberty. Um, you know, I told you la- last time we talked about it, I bought this uh, uh, OLED TV. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't have any speakers for it because with the old, and this is even worse, but so with the, the display that I had down here, I've got this, um, this is one of these little Bose Bluetooth speakers that you get like a Costco or something and it has an aux input on it. Yeah. And that's so was, that's what I was using with the old TV cuz I'm just playing old video games like who cares, right? But um, you know, so I got this TV, it, it doesn't have uh an analog line level out. It only has optical. So I couldn't use this anymore unless I bought I had to buy like a little converter box or something, which I didn't, but you know, this TV has like passable speakers compared to most like most tvs have really bad speakers these are like passable and so i've just been using those and it was okay you know but then i was at costco just yesterday and um they had they have a few different sound bars there and they had this little it's a bose i don't mind for stuff like this to me bose is fine you know Mm -hmm. um and they had this little Bose sound bar. It's like, I don't know, like two feet long. And it was like 150 bucks, which is weird because then they had one that was like, and I mean, I'm sure there's more difference than just this, but they had one that was maybe like 50% longer. Like maybe it was like three feet long instead of two feet long. And instead of being 150 bucks, it was like 350 bucks. So I didn't get that one. I got that. Where's that price difference? Like what is the attribute to that, I guess. Well, like, I, but I didn't really even difference? look because I, I was, I was never going to buy that one, right? Like, yeah. I especially I don't need, I don't need anything more than a hundred and fifty dollar soundbar to play Super Nintendo, you know, or or whatever, you know. Or I mean, yeah. to be fair, I, I play some PS4 stuff on here, and if I had mm-hmm. a surround sound system, it would sound awesome, you know. But yeah, but I don't, and so I just I got the soundbar. And, you know, now I have the optical out from the TV run to that. And yeah. uh, it's pretty cool because it also still has Bluetooth. So if right. I want, you know, I can pair my phone to it, you know, and listen mm-hmm. to some Christmas music. Yeah. And you can even like run like podcasts through it if you wanted to. Or I could. Anything. Anything. You, know, you could listen to this. Yeah. Have I talked your, to you before your... about the, the Christmas jug band? Like maybe last year? I feel year? like you talked about it last year and I yeah. don't remember how it related to it though but it, you definitely brought it up during last year's holiday season oh well we went uh kids are like stomping around upstairs uh, it's all right break through the ceiling. it'll be all right um we went and saw him what what did, today's wednesday today's wednesday yeah we went and saw him uh on sunday night so that was nice because they only play because yeah, yeah. they all have regular jobs in other bands 
You know, they just get yeah. together for Christmas and do this jug band stuff, and they only play like five shows a year, right? It's it's all here in you know Northern California, so it's cool. It's turned into like a holiday tradition. That's all. We go check out Christmas yeah. jug band, which now is on. It's on title now. They didn't used to be on title. I bet they're. You have Apple Music, right? I bet they're on Apple. Yeah, Music. Yeah, it probably is on there, right? Yeah. I wish that I was like a bigger fan of Christmas music. And but this is perfect. This is like I don't know if you ever listen to like Doctor Demento kind of stuff. This is more like, you know, if, if they were around when Doctor Demento was bigger, some of their stuff would be on you know Doctor Demento show. You know, like Santa got run over by a reindeer kind of stuff, or Grandma got run right. over by a reindeer. Yeah, or whatever. It may have been grandma. Grandma. No, it's definitely grandma. Yeah. Uh, you want to hit? You want to hit one a couple of those emails as sure. we as we round out this uh, year end show? Sure. I guess. Uh, you know, like when when we return, I'll be a year older. I'll be. Uh, That's true. Your 45. birthday's coming up here, isn't it? It's yeah. It's a twenty sixth, right? Boxing day. Yeah. Is it like like a week from? Week from, from yesterday. yesterday, yeah. Boxing Day slash Corey's birthday. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 I think that that's a good day. You know, somebody was I was talking to somebody saying that, uh, you know, the day after Christmas is even better than Christmas. Like it's just a why day to relax or whatever. Um, really, I mean, so I was talking to my. <laughs> talking to my dentist recently when i was in there getting a cleaning oh well she wasn't she wasn't the dentist she was the uh dental hygienist the, the dental hygienist and she was cleaning my teeth and we just like, kind of got into a conversation about uh how it should be like almost mandatory for like anybody like teenagers should like work in either retail or yeah. or food or like yeah. in, in food service take them down a peg or two yeah, it just, I just think that that's, that's something that I would, I feel like that would make the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. It, like empathy, like would run more, would f- flow more freely. Yeah. Because I, I will tell you that if I am at a retail store or anything, or like if I'm eating out, I am never like short or impatient with, yeah, I would hope not. Anybody yeah. who's working, because you know they're just they're just they're just trying to survive. But I mean, even just for selfish reasons, like don't be rude to people making your food. <laughs> I mean that that seems obvious, right? Yeah. Like, why would you ever be mean to somebody about that? Like, I yeah. wouldn't even tell. I'll very rarely say like, "Oh, this isn't what I ordered." Oh yeah, I got in like my. We, I had an uncomfortable situation with my wife the other day because we went out to a restaurant, and I ordered whatever I ordered, and I really, really didn't like it. I'm like, this is really not good. And my wife's like, just tell them, just send it back and get something else. And I'm just like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to be like that. You know, I'm, I'm big boy. Like to me, I felt like it's like put your big boy pants on. You order this, it down. you eat it. <laughs> You know, but she's like, no, yeah. you should just tell him. And she wasn't saying I should be like rude. It was just like, no, just tell the tell the waiter that it's not good and you'd like something else. And I could see that she was getting upset that I didn't want to because she could tell I wasn't enjoying myself. So yeah. I, I understand where she's coming from. And so finally I did say something. But, yeah, I just I felt bad about it. Because I don't want to like I don't want to become off as like a Karen, you know. 
Well, yeah, but also you don't want them to like whatever you get next is like screw this guy. I mean, I just I was I just said you know I finally just asked, hey man, like could I get the menu back? Would it be all right if I you know replace this with something else? And he was just like, oh yeah, no problem, no problem. So I mean, you know, but I wasn't. Like I didn't even I didn't even want to talk about why I didn't like it because I felt like well that's being a little Karenish, like I don't want to start mm. critiquing the dish. You know, I was just like, oh, can yeah. I? You know, I'm not feeling this one. Can I? You know, get something else? Oh yeah, yeah, and it was fine. I mean, if if they spit in the food that they brought out afterwards, it was delicious spit. I'll say that. It's very, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, very that, good meal. Yeah, I I guess that really where like what it comes down to is. If they do something to your food, does it even matter unless you've like discovered that it's happened? Oh, I just think, you know, if you've ever been in the kitchen of most restaurants, you'd realize that it's not as, you know, the conditions are not as sanitary as you think. No. So like someone could spit in your food and that might not even be the worst thing that happened to your food. Yeah. You know, it could have like fallen on the floor upside down. But anyway, I mean, I just feel like, you know, my paranoia about, you know, coming off as rude to like service employees, you know, in general stems from the fact that so many people are rude to them you know like yeah. if we yeah, as a yeah, society absolutely. were a little bit nicer then everybody would give everybody the benefit of the doubt and then you could just be yourself you know and not worry about it and a lot of people that's what they do already but like for me i'm just like oh i don't want to be you know i don't want to be the story they tell later you know, to the yeah. co- oh, I had this guy yeah, over at well, table seven. 100%. Oh my God, what a piece of work. <laughs> so, like, I, they, you know, peed in your soup. Peed, like, sent it back. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, email. Right. So, this one is from September 13th. Remember, at one point, it felt like we were caught up. Yeah, we were getting close. Yeah. We were getting dangerously close. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Anyway, this is from. It was in September. This was September 13th from uh, somebody called Mop Spear. Ooh. So I don't know if that's a mop like that. and then the handle has been sharpened is on the it? other end. Mop Spear. Yeah. Something Stanley Spadowski can might like, use to fend off. You know, can you imagine R. getting R. stuck Fletcher? with that, that mop spear and like lift it up and you slowly yeah. slide down on that spear? Right. Uh, oh, this, I like this question. It's a good question. He says, hey guys, your conversation about how you face each other. In the cameras, you know, because if you watch the video version of the show, it looks like we're facing each other, even though we're 2,000 miles apart or whatever. Uh, got me thinking about different directions that the player's party and enemy face each other in RPG battles. You have the side-to-side style like Final Fantasy. You have your back-of-the-head style for the player characters like in Fantasy Star. And you have your back-of-the-head party but angled. I think that's like an isometric kind of perspective, like in Breath of Fire. Each has mm. its pros and cons. Which do you prefer? <laughs> I've never thought about it. Uh, it's just, I don't know. They're just all fighting side by side, right? Yeah, but I don't. I, I feel like I have. I mean, I feel like for you, like you're a really big fan of Fantasy Star. Yeah. For me, I'm more of a Final Fantasy fanboy, and so like for me, I definitely prefer the the from the side. It's just like where is the camera pointed? Yes, yes. To to see them all lined up. Yeah, I like I like having them all, like seeing it from the side so you can see everybody. But I can imagine that like you know Fantasy Star, 
you know, especially like if you got the first Fantasy Star when that came out well, of the Master System, person. that would is it? Oh yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, the first yes, one is that first one's person. first person. And Fantasy Star one is two, two is third person. That's right. Right, and and four, where it's just yeah. like behind them. Yeah. Uh, which one do I prefer? Yeah. I I don't think I could. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to. One that I prefer. You know, I just. I feel like it just comes down to what games you like more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really like the first Breath of Fire, and I I like the 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 angle of the battle battles in that game are yeah it's it's, it's it's unique yeah but I can't say that I've like really thought too much about it it's like oh this is what it looks like in this in this game you know they they have this they've designed these battles to look the way that they do so that they're because uh, that's, that's what they wanted to do yeah uh, all right you grew up a fan uh, of this team next question is from September twenty fourth from Nelson. Uh, I don't feel particularly equipped to answer this question. Probably you don't either, but I'll still have an opinion. Which NHL hockey club will win a Stanley Cup first? The San Jose Sharks or the Buffalo Sabres? I mean, I'm going to say the Sabres, of course, right? But I haven't like yeah. really been following very closely the Sabres in, yeah. in a while. Uh, I, I have no idea how good or bad they're doing. I don't either. I just, you know, but just I'm not a fan of the Sharks, but they're the home team or whatever. So, like, you know, they show a lot of Sharks games on TV. Well, they yeah. show all of them on TV here. Would you rather the Sabres win? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Sharks sure. fan for sure. I don't know why. I mean, I'm a Red Wings fan, so I just I don't like the Sharks. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like there's a very, very good chance. And I don't know why I think this, but I think I could go my whole life and never see the Sharks win a Stanley Cup. It's reasonable. Yeah. So I would. So I'm saying I would definitely say the Sabers. Yeah, I'm, I'll say the Sabers too because. You know, I mean, I've I have not been an active hockey fan in a long time, but I mean, I remember. Me either. Me either. What was that like? The 2000 was that 99 or 2000 when it was the Sabers and the Stars? In, uh, the no goal, no goal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend at the time was at that game, and it went until like wow. two in the morning. Yeah, it was like crazy. six or seven. It, periods right it was like yeah it was like three ot four ot i remember she went to that game and i stayed at home my friends and we were like uh, we were went drinking in the woods uh, <laughs> for as, some reason as one there does. was an area that was like behind a uh it was it was called road closed oh wow there was a road closed sign on the street that like the like the back road that went to this place and people would just go past the sign and would drink back there. Yeah. Underage drinking. Oh, no. All right. One more. All right. What the heck is this? <laughs> you, oh, you wow. All right. Me. Well, no, no. It's just like the, you know, it's, this is on Gmail. So the background is white. And then mm. like this person, the font color they used is like barely gray. So I have to highlight the text to read it. <laughs> I don't. It's okay. It's fine. Anyway, this is from Ryan. This is from October 9th. and uh, getting closer. Yeah, uh, he says I wanted to ask you guys about music, which we always talk about. I just picked up learning the guitar at the ripe age of forty and really enjoying it. That's awesome. Um, what instruments do you guys play now? Any specific kinds of music? Favorite songs to play? 
do you geek out over any particular technical aspects of the instruments or music? I, mean, I played drums for a little while when I was in at the very end of high school and in a little bit of college. Yeah. Like until I went away to college is when I stopped. Uh, and as such, like I always like pick out like, like the drums in every song. song. Yeah. But man, like that's great if you're like learning guitar at this, this age, because I've thought about it a lot. How I would just like to get one and just you should start noodling around and just like you should. do it because I feel like that it, it seems like a really good like source of like relieving stress. Yeah, I guess like I'm just gonna do this thing. It doesn't matter if I'm good or bad at it, and I'm just gonna make some noise and see how it goes. I mean, maybe that's just what I need to do. Is, yeah, let's get a good like a like an acoustic guitar that I can just like. You should look up look up some stuff online. Yes, trying to figure it out. I am highly I think that, supportive that my, of this idea. I, th I think that my life would be enriched in, to such an extent that uh, it would it would make me a better person. Yeah. Well, let, let's make that happen. I, yeah, maybe I should. Maybe that I should want be, you to like, be a better things. person. Desperately. Yeah, I, well, I just think that it would be kind of an interesting thing but i mean the yeah. same thing is like oh you know and you you've like been like learning a little bit like like some japanese and stuff like using that stuff and it's just like it just comes down to like i gotta find the time to like fit yes you know like a solid hour just like looking at this and that goes all back to like i'm interested in it i wouldn't have been interested in it as a as a teenager but now i'm kind of interested in it and like i would probably be much more receptive to learning it yeah yeah than i would have been well do it you and yeah. ryan can jam that's right well yeah. you had like been you were kind of on like a little like a bass guitar kick there for a little bit right oh i still play it i mean i started yeah. playing guitar when i was in high school like senior year of high school mm -hmm. you just sit there um, and play hey man nice shot all the time Is that what yeah you yeah that's exactly what i play yeah that's the only thing you play. Um, and so I still have, like, uh, I still play my guitars. Uh, my mm -hmm. wife just started playing my acoustic guitar, so that's really cool. Is she have any prior experience? No. But for years, she would always say, like, oh, I want to play guitar. And I would always tell her, like, go ahead. That's right there. Like, I'm not, Do like, I'm not, like, possessive of my guitars. Like, please grab yeah. one and play it, you know? like. Um, but then, yeah, during the pandemic, I, I bought a couple bass guitars. And, um, I like, like a couple of them. Yeah. You needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were playing both at the same time. No, I don't know how I would do that, but, um, <laughs> you, and you, you like, you like fuse them together. So it's like one of those. No, I just, I bought a bass guitar. guitar that was, it's, it's pretty nice. It's fine. Uh, and then like a, a bass guitar that's very rare. And then I really wanted came up for sale here in the town where I live for a ridiculously good price yeah you can't say no and i went to the guy's house and i offered him even less and like he took it uh not like i lowballed like you, you, him, you went into the situation saying i'm gonna lowball this guy no i think he wanted 1400 and i offered him 12 and yeah. he had some other guy that was gonna come pick it up and he just said to me he's like yeah that's what the other guy was gonna pay so i'll just give it to you for that but i mean it's like it's like an 1800 dollar guitar uh, bass guitar probably but i mean it's if i could have had that i wouldn't have bought the first bass you know i started learning on that bass then i got this other one and i like this one much much better mm -hmm. um but 
I mean, I don't know favorite songs to play. I don't know. Something I really enjoy doing is playing uh, guitar licks on the bass. I don't know why. Uh, it's just fun to figure out. You how ever to play, play uh, the song "Good" by Better, Better Than Ezra? I think I did actually. I, I learned the bass line from that one just for fun. It's so simple, yeah. you know. Do 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 do. You know. Um, but actually, you know, one of my favorite riffs to play on the bass is I learned how to play under uh, the bridge. No, is um, the guitar intro to Driver Eight, the REM song. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I love. I played on the guitar too, but I started playing on the bass. It's it's fun to play with your fingers on a bass for some reason. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, four screen strings seem like a lot more manageable than six well it is but i also like i have big hands and you know the strings are farther apart the frets of course are farther apart and i just don't i don't ever feel crowded playing a bass whereas like playing a guitar yeah. sometimes i feel like you know you're trying to smash these fingers into a place where they can't all coexist yeah you yeah. know those gloves you got on would be really good for playing absolutely they would actually they'd be really good because the the gloves would help your hand to freely slide up and down the neck of the guitar but then, of course, your fingers are completely uh, unencumbered. And they're, they're they're not cumbersome. Yeah. Is that, like is that is that is that toadies that saying cumbersome? No, that was, was that Seven Mary Three, isn't it? That's Seven Mary Three. Yes. Yeah. That's that's who it is. Which is a Chips reference. Hmm. I forgot which Ponch or John they were. Seven. Their call signs were Seven Mary Three and Seven Mary Four. I think. You know, Chips. The show. Yeah, I, I know. I know that. I know the show. Yeah, Eric Estrada. Exactly, Eric Estrada and that other guy. <laughs> there you go. It's like Wham. You know, it's oh, it's George Michael and that other fella. You know, right? That's that's Andrew Ridgely. That one I know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who the other guy in Chips was. Oh well. Oh well. I think Is that's about tie it. it up for, for for episode fifty. Yeah, episode 50. We're halfway. Halfway there. Yeah. We're living, uh, not quite living on a prayer yet, but we're, we are halfway there. Here's to the next 50. Like, I think that we got, we got some, some, some guests potential lined up. Yes. Maybe you'll hear some other, some other voices if you're like. Not Tim Rogers because you're too scared to ask him, but other people. Well, I mean, he's not. Yes. He I don't know. I don't think he's like that, that present on uh and message messaging stuff maybe i don't know who knows yeah but yeah thanks to everybody who's listened for the first 50 episodes well if we ever have Th tim thanks rogers for st thanks for sticking with us if we ever have tim rogers on the show i have my question for him and no i'm not oh, going to tell you what it is right now yeah don't tell me what it is i, yeah. I would like to be is, i would like it, to hear the answer to it it though. is extremely boring pedestrian question but for some reason i'm like oh i'll ask tim rogers this if i ever get the chance Okay, well, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll send him another email. See if we can get him on here. But we got some other guests like lined up. Yeah, some 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 fun people, and uh, I think that I think that that should be like a, a like a more regular occurrence in this this back half of the of the show. Yeah, and, like just yeah, I'm pretty tired of just talking to you. So, well, we've we've talked about everything that there is to talk about. I kind of so, feel so that much way. so now that we're talking about like can you pee next to the other another person in a trough? I don't know. I feel like that's more of a classic, <laughs> you know, 
Like if we ever no, at the, I th- I th- I think at that's the, great. At the I end think of great. all this, and if I, we ever make like a mega episode of all of our best stuff, I feel like that'll be in there. I I 100% agree. And I'm glad that uh fear did not prevent me from yeah. mentioning it. Nor should it. I I'm glad that I did not have stage fright of mentioning. Yeah. Having stage fright of, of being next to other people. Yeah. All right. All right. That's all right. it. Uh Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or both. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, I'm going to go take a shit. Is that, that's the new sign-off now? That's what we're doing.